1: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Covino and Rich in for the great Dan Patrick Show. Hey, what's up, Joel? Good morning to you. Joel's here. Super producer Danny G. Spotty's on the videos at Covino and Rich, and good morning, to you, if you're on your way to work, if you have the day off, we yeah. appreciate you. If you're listening in the future on the podcast, hope you have a great day. Hope you had a nice weekend, an NBA East, Mac McClung, Teporia sort of weekend. Hope you enjoyed your basketball and your UFC. We have lots to talk about, man.
4: I mean, it is, uh, not to sound cliche, but yesterday was the weirdest Sunday. Why? Without football. Oh.
3: You, you still got the blues? Well, By the way, I wanted to ask you, how are you dealing with this?
4: I'm good. I'm a Niners fan. If you don't know, Kavino and Rich, Rich. I'm a Niners guy. I'm over it now.
3: You're over. I'm it. over it. <laughs> That's denial, right? I'm That's over the stage. It.
4: I'm in the stage of denial. Stage I'm of over. Denial. It. I've seen one too many videos of. Here's what went wrong. Here's how they could have won. Here's why they should have won. Well, you
3: know what? You should be over it because when you see pictures of all your favorite players in Mexico living it up. Because your boy Christian McCaffrey's there, Kittle, use check You all there. At,
4: You were looking at McCaffrey? I was looking at his fiance. I mean, I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> I mean, you were, looking, when at, they're there you were doing, looking at his thunder abs. When they're
3: on Wave Runners and doing the backstroke in, where were they, Cabo? With their beautiful wives and girlfriends, how could you still be upset when they're living it it's up? Anyway, good,
4: man. Well, listen, later on we're going to talk about what NFL team, because people won't stop talking about football, and I don't blame them. I love it just as much so. What NFL team should be most excited about next season? Meanwhile, nothing has happened yet.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're still talking about it, guys. And we're live from the Mercedes-Benz studios. Owning Mercedes-Benz EV is isn't just extraordinary – it's extra easy with full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. Let's get the phones going. Let's get interactive. Let's get involved. 877-99 on Fox at Covino and Rich. Again, happy to be here like always. Day one of the Dan Patrick Hattrick, and we're filling in for Colin on Thursday. So busy week for well, us.
4: Before we get to sneakers we're gonna talk some NBA we're gonna talk football like I said I'm not gonna be presidential fun fact guy today but I saw something that just seems absurd tell me if you don't think this is wild let's hear it I'm not dropping some Abe Lincoln top hat fact though I do love those people love to talk about how President Taft was a fatso right guys got stuck in a bathtub everyone's like 350 pounds William Taft okay that's the story you heard as a yeah, kid, right? The the, the the bathtub. Spot, is that a
3: story we all heard? Like, yeah, he, he got stuck in a bathtub.
5: <laughs> I always assumed he got stuck in a bathtub. That's so, what
3: everyone said. So fat. Actually, the word fatso, I think, is making a comeback. He was such a fatso, yeah. he got stuck in a bathtub. I saw that President Madison on the flip
4: side, President Madison, one of the guys you hear the name most, right? Yeah. Back in the day, was five a 100 pounds. That's like a pipsqueak. That's a, that's a seventh grader. I, I actually looked it up. I'm like, what's the average size of like a, a freshman in high school? And they're bigger. So I'm like, picture you in Little League, middle school.
3: That's the size of Man, James he's Madison. He's too small for uh, Henry Cejudo and Volkanovski. He wouldn't weekend. even be in their division. No. Yeah, that's like a weenie weight. He's fighting <laughs> at weenie weight. Yeah. Never, did you know that? No, I had See, no idea. Dropping fun facts. No idea. See, that's what you get from the CNR show. Rich Davis with his fun facts. And now, speaking of presidents, Rich, it is President's Day. Did you get a load? <laughs>
5: get a Paul's load so down. <laughs> of
3: these new Donald Trump never surrender high top sneakers that are all the buzz right now. I found this hilarious because last week we talked about
4: Jordans, and we were talking about this. Our buddy Sebastian Maniscalco, the comedian, he talked about whether or not guys could be too old to wear
3: Jordans he believes the cutoff is anything over 40 you sort of look ridiculous a little bit and we'll explain we'll get into that but we have to follow up with the new rage and the new buzz I'm going to talk too old for Jordans but these Donald Trump sneakers this is not a political discussion it's President's Day and everybody's talking about these this weekend they're sold out everywhere the never surrenders I don't know if you've seen them. People have lives. Maybe you're watching NBA All Star Game, UFC. Maybe you were just. I don't know what a lot of people did yesterday. Maybe you had a lot. A lot of laundry laundry to
4: people do. yesterday just sat on their ass and they're maybe like, you "What sat am I, on
3: your ass? What am I supposed to do?" That's fine. That's Sunday. Not everybody has the same algorithm, so maybe you missed it. These things look like something from a Halloween costume or something. They, they look, look from the future. They, no, they look ridiculous, and I'm just wondering. All right, if you're buying them cuz they're 3.99 a pop, I believe. 3.99. That's not cheap. I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. You Steve Cavino have purchased sneakers for more money than that. Oh, absolutely cuz sneakerheads do. I'm I mean, I like my sneakers and I also used other companies wardrobes budgets for lots of uh, yeah. my favorite ones. But 3.99. Let's describe these bad boys. I you know what? I got to pull up a picture. Danny really G, have paid. you seen these? I'm curious if the world
4: has seen these.
3: Have I seen them? I'm wearing a pair No. Well, I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering. Like, are you buying them for the significance of their Donald Trump collectibles, right? Or future collectibles because you're a sneakerhead or you're a crazy trumper, meaning like you're a super fan, not a crazy person? Relax. I don't want to offend anybody. Or are you really going to wear these
4: things? I think if you buy these, this is a... I'm gonna buy them, knowing that <laughs> former President Trump has huge support, and yeah. they are gonna be worth something. That's that's what I'm I thinking. feel like. You know, sometimes you buy a pair of Jordans or Yeezys or something, and you're yeah. like, I'm not gonna wear them. I'm gonna Collectibles. I may resell them. Yeah. If you could get your hands on a pair of, are they called uh, Air Trumpies? Air Trumpies. They're, <laughs> no, they're never
3: surrenders. <laughs> never surrender At high least tops.
4: I think that's what they're called. They
3: yeah. they look.
5: The color is very loud.
3: They look like what's that show you watch? The the boys. Oh well, yeah, on Amazon. On Amazon? Who's that evil, like villain superhero guy? Oh my Homelander? god. Homelander? Homelander? Yeah, the they, big- looks, they look like sneakers Homelander would wear. <laughs> Homelander <laughs> would wear. Right? He would wear the That's Trump. I mean. I mean. <laughs> they look like something a, a superhero would wear on his downtime or maybe even with the cape. Alright, so check it out. They're gold. gold. And when I say gold, I don't mean like they're it's not
4: matte. It's not matte. It's not matte Matt finish. They're, yeah,
3: they're <laughs> shiny like gold.
4: They look shiny. Like gold.
5: Spray, they look spray painted.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know what? As I'm watching the highlights on the NFL Network of my 49ers losing in the Super Bowl, they're the same color as the Niners helmet.
6: Yes, they're gold. <laughs> Debo Samuel, my buy. They're high times. They look how he's looking at them. It's like, are these mine? Of course, they're mine. <laughs> they're ridiculous. They got yeah, mine. A, a giant T on the
3: tongue, right, for Trump. Um, <laughs> And then around the ankle part, it's a flag, but gold stars, blue for the, you know, red, white, and blue, and a big red stripe. And then on the other side is three red stripes.
6: I mean, what do we define them as? Are they basketball shoes, leisure, What are they? That's another big question. You know,
4: Joel, that's a good one because you would think maybe for- Trump
6: does not exercise. (laughs) I mean, if there were
4: golf
3: shoes, I'd say, all right, I get it. But yeah, these are like basketball high tops. But dude, could these, uh, you know, we're going to discuss Jordans as well, but could these actually get to a place where people are rocking them? Look, we've seen more ridiculous things in the past year. People were rocking those big Sonic red Ronald McDonald ridiculous mischief shoes, right? People wear Crocs nowadays. People wear ridiculous Yeezys. Those new Kanye things.
6: <laughs> those they look like weird future moccasins that people are wearing right I now. Those right. pods. I, I, don't leave out the fact that the balls thought they were creating a basketball shoe and tore up the star's foot. So I don't so what know what do these do exactly.
3: I don't know if people are really going to wear these for clap chasing reasons. Like, look what I'm wearing: the three ninety nine Trumps. Like politics aside because they have like a little bit of a buzz that's the part of that's part yeah. of the game you right Just buy him,
6: I don't know why dude because I don't buy think him and then give them away as a gift
3: I don't think I could pull these off with anything
6: I mean you Remember saw you your give dad, them
3: away. when you that was a younger man didn't
4: your dad wear the uh, Air Force Nixons <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah my dad wore the Nixons yeah. yeah I mean but they weren't as flashy as the Trumps again I'm saying this cuz it's President's Day. I'm not trying to ruffle any ridges this early in the morning. This has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with his new sneaker and there was some jokes as a result, Rich. They're called the uh, have you seen the Biden slidins?" <laughs> <laughs> <And they're, laughs> yeah, but the Biden slide. Biden are like, should sell slippers. Uh, Imagine like they're they're not not even slippers. slippers. They're like the old heart guy, heartache. you know, the old guy jeepers you see at Walmart, and they're all black with the three Velcro strips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those, are yeah. The, those are the Biden slide. The Biden ins, but they you know have a little political lean to them. They've they got a red, white, and blue uh, flag on the tongue. <laughs> yesterday, somebody
5: yeah. posted the Kamala chonklas yesterday. Oh
3: yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> but I'm really wondering if they're going to end up on some. Super Trumpers mantle because they're pumped about Trump, right? Or are some younger dudes, you know what? Because we are seeing a shift too in culture. I'm seeing a shift where a lot of younger people are now, even on Love Is Blind, uh, you know your favorite show, your Trash TV on Netflix, Danny G. Some of the younger people are admitting like they lean more conservative. So like, are some of these younger people going to be more free to like actually wear these because they're new and because? They stand out. Well, listen. And they and they're not cheap. Some
4: people like to wear their politics on their sleeve. Other people like to keep it a little more low key. The people that Some have people a flag on, their, on their the people that have a flag on their truck are, are trying to get a hold of these
3: sneakers right now. Right. But I get it because they lean way conservative. But if you're just a sneakerhead, you might wear these because people are saying, oh, you got those. All right. I, you know what it is? I, I, I imagine they're trash quality, though, and that's just but my I guess. I think it's
6: important to point out the the, the point you made, Cavino. You know, some people will buy them just because they're expensive. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and that's that's part of that world, you know, of of having things like – I think that's tempting you, Kavino. I think that's tempting you. You
3: know, I, you know what tempts me? Like the Travis Scotts. Like certain ones like that because they're hard to get and they're expensive and people who know know and that's what separates you from everybody else I mean, wearing Jordans jump. and everything else. He has gold coins
4: and trading cards and now sneakers. Uh, listen, he, he's throwing it out there. I do wonder though and let's Happy let's get,
3: President's Day to me.
4: Let's get the phones rolling. think oh, he's wearing them? Oh, he's wearing them no, right like, now. Right now? <laughs> I wonder if he's actually tried them on. I wish he'd hey, call oh no.
6: Yes, he's absolutely tried them on. Look how oh. he's looking at them. This is the first time he saw them.
5: No, he sleeps in these.
6: Eight seven seven nine nine on Fox.
4: Politics aside, would you want a pair of these just as a collector's item?
3: Didn't I, you think it was a joke the first time you saw them? No, I did. I'm I, like, I, come on. You can't be serious with these. Who would that. wear these? I sold that. They're the most... Tacky, gaudy things you've ever seen, and they're sold out. But then again, I want to know who's buying. Them. That's
4: it to your eyes. I mean, Dude, some people think these like, are ridiculous. If you're a sneakerhead, I remember when Camino, you, you bought a you bought a pair of uh,
3: what is it? The Oreo Yeezys. Some people think those are hideous. Nah, those are badass. Um, well, to you, nah, those are cool. And I'll tell you what I you know what I paid for those just to put it in perspective. Seven hundred beans on goat. Goat is an app for sneakers that are hard. You know what? I'm going to go to the Goat app right now to see what these are going for, if they're even there. Because if you can't find a sneaker, that's where you go to get them. you got to get them online nowadays. But to me, these are a major, what are those? Do you wear $700 sneakers? You don't put those on your feet, do you? Joel, I am by no means a baller. I'm not even a sneakerhead. When we worked at ESPN, this is the truth. We had a wardrobe budget, right? And can so we no it at all. A couple I, pairs of sneakers. I was just like, you know what? Let me buy all these sneakers that I would never buy with my own money. So that's why not I that have idea. them. But yeah, you wear them on special occasions, big events. You're not like you're not wearing them to the gym. You know that's how it works for me, anyway. Um, Spot, what it do you got came there? Out of your budget. Yeah, it came out of the well, budget. What do you got there, Spot? Spot if, has uh, some
5: like trainers. What if are those? You, if you can't get the Never Surrenders, yeah. You can get yourself either a pair of Red Waves or POTUS 45s. They're available for pre order.
4: POTUS 45s? He, he does, so there's more than one there's pair. More than one pair. You know, These, those aren't oh, as hideous. sneakers.com.
3: They have a giant T on it, though. So if you're the type of guy that would never wear a pair of Skechers because they say Skechers and they have that giant S on them, why would you wear this giant Trump logo sneaker? Unless, of course, you're a crazy Trumper, like you're a super fan. Or you're a crazy sneakerhead and you have to have them. Matt Ellis in Minnesota hits us up on social media. By the way, you can hit us up at Covino and Rich, or again eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Danny G and Joel are on standby. He says, "Yo, if people are willing to wear those miserable hats, then they're gonna buy these sneakers." That is a great point. If if some, <laughs> listen, again, how about the first generation that had a little rope like the the first MAGA hat was like a little sailor hat kind of had the little rope across the brim. If
4: you if you're rocking. <laughs> A foam.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> the weakest. What, what, what do you call it the, with the strap on the back? What, like a trucker snap, hat. Yeah. Snap oh, snapback. Back. Like if, snap you're, back. if you have a, a foam snapback red mega hat, you're okay with these sneakers. Yeah,
3: we're talking again. Not statement. We're talking f- fashion
5: style. Not just anyone can wear these. They're for the go-getters who don't know the word quit.
7: Oh, there's a description. Gonna, yeah, and a
5: standout finish and, and the T badge. These kicks are for true yo, Patriots. But,
3: yo, maybe we're so off the mark though, and they're hot. You know, true Patriots.
5: True Patriots. Mac Jones got a pair wrapped with an <laughs> wrapped with an American flag on the collar.
3: Bill Belichick. Shout out, a right? there. They, now. they
5: shout out to the brave. And to the free.
3: Yo, I can't. You know, we could be wrong, Rich. There's we see there. more ridiculous things. That's the thing. These could be the next hottest thing for all we know. I People are talking cool about looking. them in the streets. I would wear these. I don't know. Well, you really would, though? They're kind of cool looking. Let me tell you something. Wow. If you remember the
4: old clip on, I, on Late Show with David Letterman. He mocked Michael Jordan. Do you remember that old clip that, that floats around where it's like- That's uh, where I'm getting at, Rich. Where, yeah. you know, he told Michael Jordan, yeah. no one's ever going to wear these. These are hideous. thought and, they were an ugly color.
3: And Michael Jordan But you know agreed. what? Our eyes, a lot of people, not kids, but a lot of adults did feel that way. Like, look at these ugly red and white sneakers and red and black sneakers. Who's going to wear those? I don't know. Everybody for the next 50 years, you know, and, and so on. So the question is, how do you feel about these? Are they even legit? Are they ridiculous? They're sold out. Who's buying them? They're three ninety nine. Yes, so somebody's buying as them. As you right? would say, though, as the
4: you like to quote the uh, little tortilla girl. Yes, corn or flour tortilla.
3: Why not both? The why old El, the old El Paso tortilla girl. Why can't they? I always
6: they, say, if you want to know how well your shoe is, have a shoes for guns day. You what is know, that? You what have, that you I grind, mean? Whatever he wants to give away some shoes, turn in a gun, you get a free <laughs> pair of shoes. Let's see if these can stand up to the challenge. Let's see. I don't know what challenge. I don't even know if these can stand up to
3: any challenge. I don't know the quality of them. I don't know if you bust through them Zion style. I don't know if they're the greatest sneaker ever. I, Zion. I have no idea who's wearing well, these. Is anyone in the NBA going to try these? I have no idea. I don't even know what that would kind be a, of by shoe they are. That would I don't be a even hell. know what shoe Zion wears.
4: That would be a hell of a <laughs> statement if someone in the NBA rock these next week as we return to action after the all-star Yo, he's break
3: wearing the never surrenders
4: imagine that so hey your feedback at eight seven seven nine nine on fox we got more cavino and rich is for 200 in for dan patrick fox sports radio has the best sports talk
5: lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live
4: Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing.
3: We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our 2-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly,
4: a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast
3: of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.
1: Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura podcast network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver.
3: Day one of the Dan Patrick Hat trick, get used to us. We're here till Wednesday and then in for Colin on Thursday. Normally Monday through Friday, two PM on the west. That's three, four, five PM on the East. And speaking of the East, when we fill in for Dan Patrick, that's when all our Bocca Gloop friends from the East Coast are like, I heard you on the radio. Oh, no, you in for <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing radio for 20 years. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. But always a pleasure. This is big time. We appreciate it. Live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. And did you know, Discover wants everyone to feel special, even you, Rich. Oh. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Now, coming up. Do
4: you say East, by the way? Yes. Congrats to the East. In a defensive battle, they only scored 211 last night. 211 (laughs) to
3: 186, a total of 397 points. Holy. Yeah, hope you had an NBA East sort of weekend, not a Volkanovski or Cejudo weekend. Both lost UFC 298 this weekend. So, hope you enjoyed your fights and your NBA All-Star weekend props to Mac McClung and Sabrina Ionescu. I know you want to talk about her. I do.
4: I do. I do. Um but Mac McClung, talk about a guy that is going to have a place in NBA history that's so weird.
3: Yeah. Two-time dunk champion Got to go like, to the G League for your champion. That's like, interesting. But he's he's got a skill, specific yeah, skill. Yeah, but
4: it's, it's interesting, right? A guy that could barely sniff the NBA. Yeah. Yet he's dunking over Shaq, jumping over cars and he's people. He's a and king. I, it's, it's a very interesting scenario. That would be like a minor league baseball player coming up for the home run derby and winning every year, but then not not getting back
3: to the bigs. Just hitting bombs. Yeah, I mean, props to him. He, he paved a, a nice little angle for himself. He dunked over Shaq for a, a perfect
5: 50. Yeah. to win the competition. I know, that
4: was cool. Would you buy a McClung sneaker or would you go with
3: the Trump? I would definitely, <laughs> I would go with the Trump here. They're harder to get. Harder to get. That's what it is. It's all about that. And by the way, I'm Steve Cavino. That is Rich Davis. Rich Davis thinks everybody, even Taylor Swift Should get a Super Bowl ring. I'm saying, no, you got to earn it. You got to be on the team. Maybe a replica like a fan. And the same thing with our swiggies, Rich. Not everyone gets a swiggy. What's a swiggy? Oh, it's a coveted stainless steel CNR on FSR water bottle. And we give them away this hour. We give them away next, in fact, if you left a review and followed our podcast just search Covino and Rich. So listen out for your name. We do that next. Just letting you know, and it's not too late to leave a review and follow now.
4: Now, over the weekend, I had all the NBA weekend activities on.
3: Yeah. All-star weekend. Plus, was, with social media, dude, if you're just doing the bowl scroll, if you, you have see a, it all. Yeah, you see everything. You see all the highlights. You're in the know. So when people aren't in the know, I'm like, how do you miss it? It always baffles me. I know we all live different lives, that, and that's the thing. Can but for the record, you? Rich and I are parents, and you,
4: your kid had no. a birthday party this No, it, Listen, there's big takeaways. I, I got a couple. If you bring that up, I might as well tell you what's on my mind. When I bump into parents I've never met before, my son turned four. So you have a birthday party. The kids don't just come over. You got a bunch of parents at the house. And parents you never met. It's not like my kids are in middle school or high school or where it's like, oh, I've known these parents for years.
3: These are all first-timers. So you I'm know talking- what's great, Rich, too, about that? If the kid's kind of a weenie, it's safe to say the parents are weenies. And that's when you... Oh, that explains it. When you meet the parents.
4: It's all funny. It's- you yeah. see some little dope on the playground, you're like, who's this little pain in the ass? Oh, (laughs) there's his dad. I I get it now. You can't
3: control who your kid's friends with, right? So by default you got to deal with these nerdy parents sometimes. So
4: Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm fascinated, Joel, Danny G, and I'm not saying I'm so in the know, but Camino's right. I'm talking NBA All-Star Weekend. I'm talking about shows that are trending on Netflix. I'm talking about Super Bowl, Halftime, or commercials. I'm making small talk, and so many parents are like, yeah, I, I don't know that. I'm like, what are you...
3: What? I mean, that's what makes us... You make small weenie talk. Yeah. small weenie talk, but yeah, Rich is good at that. What? Um, Yeah, he's an expert. But that's what makes us, honestly, useful, just to keep you in the know, so you know what's going on when you go back to work. I'm just fascinated. a little bit here, because there's so many people that don't know the obvious. Like, oh, I didn't even uh, realize it was the All-Star Week. I, I said something... I said two... The,
4: yeah. I've said, hey, you guys want to watch the... Slam dunk contest to some of the dads. Oh, I didn't know that was on. Oh, I didn't even know they still did that.
3: Yeah, I, by the way, uh, Henry Cejudo fights tonight. Who? Uh, who? who, who, who who's, uh, is that a uh, boxing? No, UFC.
4: The, then I said something like, uh, hey, any of you guys see the We Are the World documentary? I'm sorry, what? Uh, the, uh, there's, there's a documentary? Uh, I, I, I must have missed that. So if you know all the stuff, consider yourself lucky. You're in the know. You're the cool parent. I guess, right?
3: Forget about if you bring up Love is Blind. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. What is that again? Is
4: that a song? So- on our
5: afternoon show, we actually have a weekly feature called Weekend Hobnob. Right. Every, fr- every Friday, we let you know what to stream with sports
4: and pop culture. Yeah, there's, there's always- just, just to keep you I, up on it. I, I have a hard time connecting with other adults that are in the loop on sports and like what shows are streaming. Because I'm thinking to myself- how locked in are you to just like picking up your kids' Legos? Like, what are you, are you not
3: living your own life at all? I don't know. I, no, look, I get yeah. it. Everybody has different interests. I get it. I just don't know how you miss like mainstream, in my opinion, Super Bowl, NBA All Star Week. Dude, we haven't even really shifted focus into the NBA. How do you not know, though, it's NBA All Star Weekend? That just means you're not on social media or your algorithm is what? We're, we're, All women? Politics? I don't know what like are you a major pervert? Like what is on your algorithm that you're
4: missing this? Oh, there's plenty of butt cheeks in my algorithm. But that's what I'm saying. There's I'm, room for everything. I'm just saying, like I said to one of the parents, ah, oh, the Bob Marley movie, number 1 of the weekend. Oh, there's a movie? Again, it's just <laughs> Anyway, long story short is the one thing though that seemed like everyone was like, ooh, that's interesting. Let's watch." was not the three-point contest, the special challenge between Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Anyone that had a problem with it or had a snide comment or just didn't get it, I feel sorry for you because, listen, it's no shock that the WNBA is not close to what the NBA is, right? Hey, women, I think you should support the women more, right? Women's sports are growing, but it's on women to support women's sports as well, right? No one's saying the WNBA is a super product. No one's saying you gotta get involved in the WNBA. Yeah, but men are women, shooters can shoot. No one's saying that. But when this girl, when this woman,
3: Sabrina Ionescu, twenty-six years old, five eleven, New York Liberty, again,
4: when when she shooting matches is, is a great equalizer. When you, she you don't
3: have to be Seven foot, six foot, anything, man or woman. It's a fun competition. I like that. When. Did he get an in season banner for that? <laughs>
4: when when yeah. she matches the three point
3: total number of all the guys that did it. Yeah, she matched Dame Lillard and lost to Steph by three. 29 26, Curry wins. By the way, I think, even though no shame and Lou, you lost to a
7: girl.
3: There's, the there's <laughs> probably a lot of extra pressure, I think, on Curry. And I think he would have been a good sport and gave her props if she won. But I think there was a little bit of pressure for him to win. I, I think of so. Anyway, maybe there, that's just the machismo no, there, side. No, there's of it.
4: an old school side of it where right. it's like, he can't lose to a
3: WNBA player. But so I give him credit just for even uh, putting himself out there. Putting himself well, out you there. You could yeah.
4: argue that for Steph Curry, that was sort of a uh, a no-win Because it's like, you win, it's like, congrats. You lose, it's like... He
5: challenged her after she dominated...
4: No, she challenged him.
5: I'm sorry, yeah. There was a challenge put out there after she dominated her three-point in the women's only.
4: And the the point I want to make, and we can move on, is that all the guys that are quick to say something snide or, like, sexist, she'd whoop all your asses. She came within three points of beating Steph Curry. So instead of saying... She's using the woman's ball or the the three-point line. Even though she used the men's line, she usually uses the woman's line. Who cares? It was a display of excellence. We should be giving this girl props. We should be giving her flowers, as the kids say. So props to Sabrina. She get a ring. (laughs) Ionescu. Yes. Sabrina
3: Ionescu deserves
4: credit. She deserves some love, especially under the pressure of joining. You're
3: competing against the greatest Three point shooter, greatest shooter arguably of all time. It's like the out of shape bozo that
4: played high school baseball, and he's like, "Yeah, I can hit off a of Jenny Finch." Jenny Finch would smoke you in softball. Yeah, Jenny Finch had at one point. There's still remember, a part of
3: me though that feels like an idiot. I could pepper moron. some contact, but moron. Who did she strike out? Albert Pujols, right? Uh, she
4: struck out Barry Bonds.
3: Barry Bonds, that's right. Barry but no, Bonds. But, but Steve Camino could hit off. But him. I always again in my Machismo. In my, my ego says, no, no, well, I could at least, again, choke up, pepper a little contact. I mean, that's just my confidence speaking here. No, it's probably not true. true. No, wait, do you say probably? Probably not. Yeah. How about, can we guarantee? I mean, I don't know. I would that. A home run leader. I, I, you are a little league home run leader. You're forgetting about my 27 little league home runs. But, but if you're, I, I'm more, sorry, if,
4: I, out of the park. If you're stupid enough to think, yeah. that you could hit off of Jenny Finch in her prime
3: pitching I'm not softball, saying I'm teeing off, dude, and and stroking like Clarence Carter. I'm not saying I'm hitting bombs and frozen ropes into the gap. You're not. Doing I anything. said a little e a little e. A little so you're <laughs> we, gonna, gonna hit a bomb, ah, lay one down. Yeah, lay one thing, a little ah, a little check swing blink. So, so yeah. you think a little check swing's good. But to she did make. Kyle Bond Chessling. and others, superstars sexual well, like, foolish. So, yeah. So I get, I agree with you though. It's a line. It's along that same line of thinking because It's guys than, that think they can. It's it's guys that are fools and
4: and I'm not being all like feminist, Rich Davis. I just think it's funny how the the dopey slob sitting on his couch uh, dipping chips into the cheese on his belly is like, look What's at that her. That? Look, her. I I promise you, I saw someone put on Twitter last night. Listen, man, she did what, like, 70% of you guys couldn't do. And I'm like, 70%? How about 99.9%? Danny G, if you, I asked, agree. If you took 100 guys that even played basketball at the Y or at a pickup Especially league. Especially with the pressure or involved. Or anything. If you took 100 men that played basketball competitively at their local gym or in a league, she would beat 99.9% of them. Is yeah. that a, a fair to say?
5: Yeah.
3: Two out of the 100. To,
4: yeah, maybe battle, you, you got to factor
3: pressure into that. Like, you know, there's a lot of funny people out there, right? Can they just hop on the mic and, and uh, be entertaining? Can I no. tell you? That's my favorite. So, you favorite think thing. if you could shoot at the Y, shoot at the playground, and I get it, you're a good shooter, can you really do it under the bright lights Shootout. in that moment against a Steph Curry? I, there I don't no know way. about that. There was no way. The same way,
4: the same way. You would be buckling under the pressure if you were asked to throw out a first pitch. Or I told you this; I was the first to admit in college they called my seat. It was like one of those, like, what? <laughs> if you're sitting in section one twenty-eight, row five, <laughs> seat three, I'm like, wait a that's me. Oh, I got to go on the court at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. What were you up for? Ten thousand no, dollars? It was a new car. It was hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. It was a hundred no, bucks for, for each three pointer. Oh. I hit from the top of the key. I'm man enough to admit that I'm a I'm a good athlete. I'm a decent basketball player. I can hold my own yeah. like with anyone. I'm am a good ball player. The first two air ball before I got in my zone because you know what I'd never done before. Have you ever shot? A basketball with a glass backboard and 30,000 people in an arena? Yeah, it's definitely a different I don't, I don't perception. I don't think any. Adjustment. Uh, Danny, have you done that, Joel? Have you done that spot? Have you guys shot a basketball with a glass backboard with 30,000 people you there? You know what it was? You no. were probably
3: feeling a little off because you were wearing your Brooks sneakers and not your Never Surrenders. My, my Trumps? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you got to shoot in those bands. My boys. point
4: is if Dame Lillard, if Steph Curry, if, if all the guys that were in this tournament, got 26 and she got 26 and cleared the first rack. Steph said when she cleared the first rack, he was nervous. Yeah, I don't blame him. So all I'm saying is when you see elite female athletes, instead of saying the obvious no-brainer, no one cares about the WNBA. Yeah, we get it. I, I agree. No, we They need more fans. No, the interest level's not there. But instead of making the argument that who cares, how about just saying, yo, what an elite athlete.
3: Congrats what? to Sabrina. that's the win. Ionescu, the right? Win here is showing, hey, we got skills. So, it shuts up the naysayers. And you gotta give props. I mean, if you watched UFC this weekend, you saw the women fighting are some of the most entertaining, skillful fighters I'm, out there. I'm not saying I'm the in guy that's, in the world of boxing, uh, there's some entertaining yeah. fights. So, women are definitely dominating. That's not a surprise. But there, believe it or not, yeah. there are still a bunch of boneheads that don't give the credit where it's due. And, and I'll, I'll say this. There yeah. was a, uh,
4: you can't be you – know, no one's acting delusional, too. No one's uh, No one's eye-rollingly saying, women's sports are right where men's are right now. That, that's just simply not true. But instead of taking this as an opportunity to say, yeah, whatever, who cares about her in the WNBA, how about just giving this woman her props and saying, Sabrina Ionescu, you went out there, NBA All-Star Weekend, you competed and matched the numbers of guys like Dame Lillard and came within three points of beating Steph Curry – that's In amazing. a three-point challenge, which is something ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of
3: us and if you, hold on. could never do, and if you're one of Rich's kids, friends, parents, yeah, we got to make it clear, because, like you said before, they don't know any; they're clueless. It was the first ever NBA versus WNBA three-point contest. And Curry won 29-26. She tied Dame. She tied other superstars. Do you think superstars. she could beat Dame Lillard
6: head-to-head,
3: though? I mean, listen. No, wait, if she One-on-one? On one? They
6: they had the oh, same. Three-point shootout head-to-head. It's different when you're going at the oh, person. Uh, as point.
3: far as skill, I think it's, a, again, a, a skill competition like this is a great equalizer where you could see their individual skill level. So can she beat Dame Lillard? Absolutely. You think she would I think beat she could beat Curry she if she had you. more of an opportunity.
4: Yeah. Listen, I mean, it, no one's guarding anyone. It's simply a skill. It's, yeah. like, it's like, so if you would you, say she could be Ray Allen without a doubt. If on any given day, I mean, yeah. Listen, I, I think you know so. what it's like. If it's a skill thing and it's not head to head, no one's saying like, oh, play one on one against anyone. Oh, not
6: one on one, three point points. Yeah, shooter. no. Yeah, yeah.
4: She, I mean, on on a given day, she could absolutely with that sharpshooting ability. If you follow billiards at all, which I'm sure no one really does, but oh, the Black Widow. There was a there's a woman billiards player, the Black Widow, this Asian woman that would whoop any dude. She was like the elite Again, pool player. Uh, a game of skill. Yeah. So. It just, you know, sometimes you gotta take your machismo old school ways aside and say, Hey, listen, instead of just being a jerk, how about you just give us some someone, someone props? So I'm here to say, Sabrina Ionescu, congratulations and to you a, because and Caitlin Clark's in yeah. the world, of oh, course. Oh, by the way, uh, Colin Cowherd made a great point, I believe, on Friday. Did he say stars, stars attract stars? It's simple. <laughs> no. Uh Colin said something to the effect of because of the transfer portal, because of they're not being a real marquee player in college men's basketball right now. You know, a lot of farm players are now the elite guys in the draft, and the G League and the NBA and college hoops have taken on a new twist a little bit, right? He made the argument that it's hard to disagree with. Danny, would you agree the biggest name in college basketball right now is actually Caitlin Clark? At least the
5: past couple of weeks,
4: yeah. Ratings oh, wise, sure. ratings wise, name recognition. You know, Name recognition?
3: Yeah, especially like Danny said in the past few weeks.
4: I heard the argument made that the March Madness tournament this year is going to be the most wide open. Everyone's bracket's going to look different because there's there's no such thing as like the elite of the elite in college hoops right now, so we shall see. But hey, NBA All-Star Weekend, I thought that was one of the highlights. We saw Mac McClung, who clearly is just a specialist now. He's going to come out of the woodwork once a year.
3: What is he? He only has what four actual NBA games under his belt, and Just he like, has yeah. two slam dunk titles. So he's slam dunk master. Uh, the skills competition—that's
4: fun to watch. You saw what Micah Parsons Puka Nakua throwing one
3: down. That was cool, man. Yeah.
4: So, every some, every time Puka Nakua went up, do you think every Rams fans like don't land on your ankle? Don't th-, like that to me was like a liability. But I, but every the time fact
3: that he could jam, I get it. He's an elite athlete and everything. But we met him at Super. We interviewed him at Super Bowl. And he's not like the biggest I dude was in the world. Say that—that that was know, my first thought. It just
1: makes you feel
3: so inferior. Because how many times did you just barely hit net when you jumped? Right. Up? I remember. And this my, dude's just jamming
4: it. In my prime of primes, yeah. if I could touch my finger to the rim, it barely. would be like, oh my god, that's my greatest jump ever. And like, I'm, like, I'm maybe, wh- maybe once I nipped. The rim? No, I don't think so. I, I don't doubt even that. think I did. And impossible. Yeah, I was
3: 5'7. You know what, that. though? In those I new Trumps. Glass, in those I know new you s- slap glass, Cave. Uh, in those new Trump sneakers, I could, for sure. <laughs> oh, in the Trumps? Yeah. I'd be, oh. ja- be doing reverse jams. i doing reverse I could jump real high in those, man. I'm fast in those, by the way. You should I see. Wanna, me. I want
4: to be surprised if Donald Trump's like, I've slammed in these. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny. He sticks by So funny. All right. Well, thanks for hanging. CNR, and on rich in for the great Dan Patrick. And
3: we got our giveaways.
4: Next, stick around. It's Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. Fox Sports Radio has the best
5: sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Hey, I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.
1: Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So, buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura podcast network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Mm -hmm. actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney.
4: I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but
0: you'll still feel guilty. Alt-Rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
3: Joel is here. Good to see Joel. Always great to see Joel. And, of course, Danny G on the phones at 877-99 on Fox Super Producing. Spot putting up videos at Covino and Rich if you want to play along at home. If you're keeping score at home. Again, like that? Rich said, I'm sorry? Who keeps score at home anymore? Old people. Old people and Michael K because he says it all the time. For those of you keeping score at home... <laughs> And we're live from Mercedes-Benz studios this hour brought to you by TireRack.com, the official tire expert and retailer of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan and try the Tire Decision Guide. See the full line of Goodyear tires, special offers, free road hazard protection, and mobile tire installation. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. year. Lots to get to.
4: No, it was the worst.
3: Ah, oh, that's uh, a Leslie Nielsen quote. Yeah, yes, Naked yes. gun style. Um,
4: You know... I got to ask you if uh, if I'm doing something that's a little too extra or if you think this is the right move. And then we're going to get to an anniversary of a classic movie. We'll get to that in a little bit. Talk some NFL. But we're talking about kids sports. You said you went to Dick Sporting Goods the other day. When was the last time you went to a sporting goods store? I went yesterday. If yeah. you don't have little kids, it might be a minute because you find yourself... The same way you find goldfish and Ritz crackers and all the stuff in your house
3: that you didn't have for 20 years. Well, it's not even that, too. I mean, our lifestyle changed, meaning, yeah, I'll just get it on Amazon. Why do I got to go anywhere? Yeah,
4: honestly, I, I bought a new pair of turf shoes
3: for softball, ordered them online. Right. Didn't, didn't go to the sporting goods. So, so right. I mean, we just happened to be walking by because, again, family's in town, and my sister wanted to go in there. So I was like, yeah, let's go. That, like, childlike excitement. Remember when you were a kid and you'd beg your parents and they wouldn't take you? So I'm like, yeah, let's go in. Let's check it out. Next weekend,
4: my daughter has the parade okay. where all the kids, you know, carry the little banner around of whoever sponsors oh, it's them. A, it's and, a proud moment. And with the girls, little softball league. Yeah. They all dress up. That's something new. What do you mean they dress up? Themed based on their team name.
3: Oh, really? Okay. They're not wearing their uniform?
4: No, they are, but like. Oh, but enhanced? We're the sparkle pixies. Oh pink sparkle pixie. So here's my question for you. Did you name that team? I did. Thought so. So, a bunch of six-year-old little girls. They're excited. You know, you try to get kids involved. You t- Whether it's little boys, little girls, if you're coaching, the whole goal is to try to get them enthusiastic about sports, right? So you lean into the fun. It's a great confidence builder, for sure. And I went to this Little League meeting and I think we've all been there where you're like, man, these parents are not only A... Some of them are a pain in the ass, but some of them just go overboard. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do this, and uh, we're going to ask for an extra money for each kid to do this and that and the snack shack and this. And you're like, what is going on? Can't they they, they just play? They're just way too involved. Too we much need, time on their hands. They got so much time. Like, I'm like, how do you have too so much? Too much time
3: on their hands.
4: Too much. So much time on their hands. And a couple of the moms that are coaching and helping out with these young girls – I was like one of the only dad coaches, mm-hmm. and I heard a couple moms say things like, "Yeah, well, we go a little extra in this league,
3: or we go like, you can't like you can't go too extra." I mean, keep in mind it's also L.A., but maybe that's how it is everywhere. I don't know. Like I'm
4: picturing all these little girls coming in with like sparkle bats, and like you know, they're
3: they're going a bit, bit overboard. So I had an idea. I go, "Hey, you <laughs> don't want to have a, a sparkle." Like pine tar incident, you know, you don't want to have a George Brett thing oh, going on. Oh, too much, much call
4: sparkle. Oh, you little,
3: don't want to little, have a uh, Little Briella, yeah, her
4: home run didn't count. Too much
3: sparkle up the handle of the back. Yeah, <laughs> too much. You don't want to have a George Brett.
4: I'm incident, just curious.
6: Does Rich in full uniform as the coach on the side? Well, no, he's like- the manager. I'm the so manager. Say so yeah, so yes. As, uh, as Tony La Russa he wears of the team. Shoes. Yeah, he wears Wrist full man, uniform.
4: I mark. I though I, no, I pink, not I black. i the. <laughs> he might be a player manager for all we know. So, got his name on the back of his jersey. We, I do, I do, because this is an extra league. All the girls have their nicknames
3: on the back of the jersey. I love how Rich calls himself the manager and not a coach. He just got like, some new turf shoes. Since the beginning of time, anyone oh, that coached Jesus. your little league team was the coach. Coach Buttermaker, Coach Montini, for me, Coach Whatever. Rich is the manager. Well,
4: how do you not see the difference?
3: Because there, I don't know. I want to be. A I think like you're embellishing.
4: You know, you know what a coach does? A coach. Shows up and helps the kids. You know what a manager does? I have to carry the equipment. I know, make he, the... he
3: hits uh, wrestlers with a steel chair. Yes, I'm Mister Fucci. He
4: has a megaphone. Yeah, My, yeah. I'm Paul Heyman. Look at me. I'm just saying. I'm the manager. That uh, each team. Do, what's who? Do
3: the Yankees have a coach or a manager? It's six-year-old softball, dude. I never. I, you're the only guy I've ever heard say I'm the manager of a little
4: kid well, team. When was the last time? You, my friends, participated in the coaching Um, world of little kids. I don't
3: know. You don't think I have nephews and nieces that play sports?
4: Like, I promise you, the person running things, they're calling
3: them the manager. I'm pretty sure they call him the coach. You're the only guy I've ever heard say this. For a six-year-old softball. What do the players call you, Rich?
4: Coach Rich. The manager. But every team has a manager. Dude, Joel, do you think I want to be the manager? You think I want to field emails I'm from every manager. parent? You think I want to be the one ordering little sparkle shirts for all the kids? You think I want to do that? No. manager. Anyway, but here's where I do want to go extra, and I want to know if you guys think this is a bit much. Okay, for all the parents. so this is the question okay, I yeah, for, coach, For all the parents, for all the parents that coach their kids, knowing that all these other California eye-rolly moms are going to go above and beyond with all the stuff for the kids, I was like, well, you know what? For my team, I said, hey, is there any rules against walk-up music? And they're like, no, but I don't think anyone's done it for the little girls. So I go, well, 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 hold on now. I think I got the Fox Sports Radio voice to do player intros for the girls, and I asked all the girls, hey, tell Coach Rich your favorite Disney song. So I'm going to have these girls come up to bat with the Fox Sports voice, introducing them while their favorite
3: Disney song plays. Is that extra or is that awesome? It's extra and awesome. I will say this. As a guy who built his career in radio, it's an honor to get the voice guy and the production guy to create an ID for you. I'll never forget working at K-Rock New York, and I was just a a, a van driver who was doing weekend shifts at a big station, and the first time a production guy made me El Cavino on 92.3 K-Rock. You put a tingle in my radio dingle. So for these little nose-picking kids to get that honor just to walk up to their little kids' softball game, that's a big deal I mean, the, me. Little, the little kids won't know how cool it is, but the parents, but I think, well, should. the parents will take
4: yeah.
5: note. 3-1 <laughs> out of Juliet Elementary School.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now batting. number she six. her nose. Her name is Cindy. Let's give it up for Cindy Lou Who on the Pink Sparkles.
4: Obviously, you don't know little girls' names now. They're all like old lady names again. Oh, hey, let's say hello
3: to Edith. <laughs> so Daisy, Daisy's batting second. Ethel, Rhonda, and all, <laughs> and all of a sudden I hit Phyllis. And all of yeah, a sudden, yeah, no, and, the, and, and, and the, you know what?
4: There's a there's an app. Hold, on, I'll tell you the name of the Jerry. app. Is there a Gertrude on your team? Ertha. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I got. I got to tell you. The, I got to tell you the name of this app because this is. It's called. I Think it's the. Batter, batter up! There's a there's an app. There's an app for everything. There's an app for everything, yeah. but the actual app that people use there's there's one that apparently is the universally loved one. Where I think it's Batter Up, where you could load the voice and 10 seconds of a song, right? And it's just like a touchpad. I, well, I just well, bought a, I a bought song.
3: Sp- kids having walk-up music. Next batter is up. Sort of commonplace. I see that at Little League Games today, but the actual radio professional production and voice is next level. To answer your question, I think it's extra and awesome, but are you showing up other parents? Is this going to ruffle some feathers and ruffle some ridges is the question. Yeah, that's the
4: thing. Are the other coaches on the other teams going to be like, all right, guy, what's with your uh, Frozen and Moana walk-ups and the girls? Like, Am I... uh... Is this a little nice little jab and to the, the other way, coaches? And throw a
3: little coin, a little extra to the production people? You think they got just time to be voicing off these He's names? He's the production guy. I mean, I know it's like for a good cause and for little kids and it's a nice thing to do, but is this like a pro bono sort of situation?
6: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you're gonna throw him like a, a Why gift you card. My money. I don't know. I give him like a. Why like, you spend like my, a gift card to Dick's hey, Sporting all in your Goods? Pockets, right? Why, Why you spend
4: the money? You know what? If they, he doesn't want to do it, I'll have Danny do it.
5: Hey. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, buddy. No, this buddy. would be a good side hustle for our boy Vito, who does the production yeah, for our network. No, buddy. Rich, yeah. If they're jealous, just give him one of Vito's uh, business cards.
4: Let me
3: tell you. So, hey, just just an idea. Just I, what I, the production guy needs extra work. Why are you even putting that out there? Because it's true, but I I get it. It's a nice thing. It's for a good cause. Little kids are awesome. But to answer your question, very extra, but very. I think you're using your resources.
4: Something's and I,
6: wrong with the MP3 machine.
4: I, well, let me tell you. I bought a I bought a portable speaker yesterday on Amazon. I'm all set. I'm like I'm going to bring a big speaker to the game. These kids, <laughs> my team is got. You know what? All the other extra parents could be jealous of the what's pink our sparkles. record though? It's all are Then sorry, zero zero. We're this is a new season, new we're,
3: season for the Pink Sparkle yeah. Bandits. If you
4: win,
5: Rich is out there with an instant replay three sixty on his lap, playing sound effects during oh, yeah, the game.
4: Just a bit outside. <laughs> so hey, uh, if you're living that mom or dad coaching life, shout outs to you. Now today, I said this earlier. I think it's time to pay tribute to a to a movie, a classic that's twenty five years old. Today, this movie came out. February 19th, 1999, and that movie, my friends, Office Space. I'd
3: say cult classic, but still. I think quotable, definitely hit the mainstream. We've all seen it at this point, I would imagine. I mean, at this point, it's 25 years old. And there was a side debate, too. Is this the Ghetto Boys' biggest song? I'm saying no, mind playing tricks on me because of the video I have that on maxi single. I'm saying for the the
4: for the casual music fan, they know this song from the movie. Well, yeah, it's a big soundtrack song for this movie, no doubt, no diggity. Now, when you think of Office Space, everyone immediately thinks of Lundberg, right? As like the worst boss.
3: That's the boss no one wants. Oh, I mean, everyone pictures you know Lundberg getting it down. You don't want your wife to end up with Lundberg. I looked it up. It's Lumberg. Lumberg. Because that was like, is it or Lumberg or Lumberg? Lumberg. 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 <laughs> Lumberg. 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 So it was also Mike Brady. Didn't he also play Mike Brady in the Brady Bunch? Mike? Lumberg played Mike Brady? Yeah. In the Brady Bunch uh, movie. We have
4: sort of a problem here. <laughs> Yeah. Talk about an IMDB I mean. <laughs> Lumberg and Mike Brady? Let me look
3: up that dude's name.
4: <laughs> well, look up his name, give him some props. But it got me. To me, me thinking. he looks like Tom Bergeron. It got me. Thi- he does look like a Tom right? Bergeron. He has a,
3: a Bergeron vibe to him.
4: So I ask you this. If you want to share a story about a bad boss, or better yet, this is Fox Sports Radio. What about a bad manager like you. What coach or manager do you feel manager. like did the most damage to the team you're a fan of? Like, is there a is there a team that you root for where one manager sticks out like, that guy set us back years. He was the worst. Football, baseball, basketball. What coach or manager do you feel like, wow, they did not – not only did they do nothing for my team, the fact that they hired this guy set the team in the wrong direction.
3: You know, sometimes I think it's, it's – the team that sucked, and not necessarily the manager, but because he managed the team, you associate him with sucking? Like, I don't know, as a kid growing up, if Stump Merrill was the worst manager ever. <laughs> he had the best name. But his name sucked, and the team sucked behind him. So I'm like, well, he must have sucked. Um, so it could be a misconception, like Dave Concepcion. It could be a, a, a misconception. By the way, Bill Lumberg was played by Gary Cole, who was... <laughs> Mike Brady in the Brady Bunch movie. Wow. It was Ron Livingstein as wow. Peter Gibbons, and of course, Mike Judge was behind the movie. Uh, Steven Root played Milton. My stapler. My stapler. <laughs> 20, <laughs> and 25 Stephen Root, years? Steven Root was also <laughs> in <laughs> Dodgeball. And I'll give you a fun fact. You want a fun fact, Rich? Please. I believe Billy West was one of the co-writers of this movie. He was involved, right? And he wrote the Milton character based on a dude that I worked with in radio. I worked with the guy that Milton was based on, was, and he was a weirdo. Was, just like that. I was told I could, I could listen to the my, radio at a reasonable value. <laughs> stapler. <laughs> so, yeah, again,
4: 25 years ago today. Yeah, honestly, bring, that guy is synonymous with staplers. For the, some reason. Honestly,
3: stapler.
4: anytime someone asks for a stapler, there's a, a reference to Milton <laughs> from Office Space. <laughs> 25 <laughs> years old today. Again, if you're just joining us February
3: nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Twenty-five years ago. I forgot Jennifer Aniston was in that movie. Of course she was. She player? was who
4: she was with Lumberg.
3: Uh, I know, but like at the time you, you didn't I didn't realize it. Tchotchke,
4: just, Tchotchkes was
3: the movie. I'm name of the looking place? back now. Tchotchke. I haven't seen it in a minute. But yeah, Bill Lumberg is the is the one of the main characters. He's the boss. And nobody likes them. No one's working. They do what an, an approximate, what, 15 minutes of work per day? Yeah. Or something like that. So Michael Bolton. Yes, Michael Bolton, that <laughs> yeah. no-talent-ass clown. Lots of quotes. Based on that, who comes to mind I, for I mean, you? There, there's a few people that come to mind for me. Now, you're always going to go to your
4: team. You're always going to reference the team you root for. Like, I remember that guy. He stunk. In fact, our team was headed in the right direction until that guy... And, listen, my 49ers, fresh off a Super Bowl loss. I got no problems with Kyle Shanahan, but if you want to rewind, ooh, I don't know, seven years, I think, eight years? Do you remember the Chip Kelly in San Francisco experiment? Yeah. One year with the Niners, two and 14. And it was like, yeah, this is good, later, bye, out. You could say, what about, what about, Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Didn't
3: even last a year. Who comes to mind for you? 877-99 on Fox. You what feel, about, you what f- about Coach Klein in Waterboy when he lost his confidence? When his playbook was stolen. A la Henry Winkler, <laughs> the Fonz yeah, that's, that's as the coach in Waterboy. Just wasn't the same without his playbook. No, look, like I said, there's a lot of times, too, when you want to think about leaders, coaches, managers, just guys you worked with, too. There's there's also that fine line of, were they the worst because they pushed you hard and pushed you to be better as a result? Well, because I, I've worked for people that I hated at the time, kind of like the movie 27—no, Devil Wears Prada or Whiplash, like— J.K. Simmons was the worst teacher, but did he push you for greatness? And that's why you hated him because and it was tough at the time. Say, I, I look back and I worked for tyrants, Rich, but you know they they taught me work ethic that I used to my advantage in the future. You, you so just, uh, made two movie references: Devil Wears Prada and Whiplash.
4: Yeah, the real life version of the grumpy guy that gets a lot out of you. The new documentary people are talking a lot about the Patriots, the dynasty. Mm-hmm. And Man. you're already seeing Danny G, the footage coming out of that, where they're making it seem like Bill Belichick was like, not only was he not fun to play for, but like, he was like
3: miserable. Oh yeah. I mean, and maybe that's why he's not finding a, a landing spot right now. I mean, he's got the the resume and the credentials, but what young dude wants to play for that type uh, of guy
4: right now? I don't dude, know.
5: The comments from, Gron- from Gronk make it seem like they felt like they were in prison.
4: Well, you saw the personalities of Tom Brady and Gronk, like, when they played for the Bucks for that year, for those the year or so, they they were like different people. But again, what did he bring out in these guys? Greatness. He
6: was very J.K. Simmons like, you know, and, and that's
3: that's part of it.
6: And I, I might this might be a little off the topic, but I thought that about Bill Belichick until I seen his honey. You can't pull a fine honey like he got and be the dude everybody's saying he is.
4: Nah, you can separate that. That's work and personal.
3: Maybe maybe also feel these like uh maybe the honey like the money. Yeah. Ah. They you know, you never know. So maybe it's the shoes. or maybe it's he holds shoe. it down. Maybe he yeah, maybe it's his what, trumps. What, his Trump sneakers. What
4: uh what coach or manager set your team back in a way that you hated so much. So since it is the anniversary of Office face, who is your lumberg? Who is the guy that you're like, I hate this coach, I hate this manager. I brought up the one year experiment of Chip Kelly for the 49ers. I mean, there are times where your team gets rid of a guy you like and they bring in someone else, and you're like, that's who they're going with? All right.
3: Usually you know an interim guy, sometimes, you know, is that guy. And I believe Jock Vaughn, coach of the Nets, was just fired, speaking up to tie it in. Uh, Was just let go today. So the Lundberg that comes—I'm sorry—the Lumberg that comes to (laughs) mind for you in honor of this cult classic. I don't think uh, anyone's—I don't think anyone's devastated about
4: Jock. I think it was time to move on (laughs) there. Anyway,
1: the big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world.
2: We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets.